What's up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, a podcast for young professionals. This is Erica, and we are actually hailing today from Atlanta. ATL Shouty. What we do for you. Um, and I'm Shaq. I'm the um favorite staff member, as everyone has so eloquently shared and voted for me. I think last, we need a repost. Last week. And so thank y'all so much for voting for me and letting me know that I am indeed the favorite staff member. It is truly a blessing to be here before you today. I love us for real. <laughs> we need a uh, limit on the intro. Yeah, because... 30 seconds only. No, that's too long. That is too long? Yeah, I mean, no one needs to know whether or not he self-proclaimed himself as the favorite staff member. See, I was prepared for y'all to say that I self-proclaimed myself. All right. Could you introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Jasmine. So glad to be here with my friends at ATL. Hey, friends. Hi, everybody. Well, once again, we're coming live from ATL, and we're so excited to be here with you all. Thank you to everybody that is already watching us. Um... We about to blow up, y'all. Self-proclaim. Oh, for today, for the on the scale from one to petty question, Jasmine. We're going to pick on Sean again, y'all. All right. What's Sean do this time? Okay, try for myself. So you are in your weekly staff meeting. Your manager asks why the team's project is not complete. Sean speaks up and states that your part of the project is what's keeping the whole team from completing the task. So, on a scale from one to petty, what would you do? A, politely disagree and discuss project barriers. B, make a face but stay silent and pull Sean to the side after the meeting. C, call Sean out on his faults in front of the team. Or D, other. So since Shaq always said we start with him, Erica, let's go to you first. Yes. Well, because we're recording live today, I can actually see the answer choices. A, politely disagree and discuss project barriers. Oh, no. Every time I try to go back and ask what the question and responses are, you always get on to me. So you want to read them today. See, y'all, I get treated so poorly with these two. They always chastise me when I don't You're always complaining. So, Erica... What would be your answer? What would you do? I'm going to take a few seconds to look at the answer choices again. When you say politely disagree and discuss project barriers to the group, yes, to the to the to, to the, the team in the in the meeting. Okay. Um, I think. Ooh, I think I would um definitely Jeopardy song. I, I'm, ooh, this is hard because I think for me, I would definitely kind of make a, I know you just didn't call me out in front of everybody's face. I would probably go ahead and move on and um, address him after. At a later date? Not at a later date, at after. After the meeting? Sean, don't call me out like that. I, no, y'all would have to pull him to the side after the show. Well, I would have had to address it right then. <laughs> I mean, because we can't go on because this is detrimental to the team because somebody might walk away thinking like that. Um, somebody might walk away thinking that it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, no, we need to get that together. So, one, I would address Sean right then. I would well, I would tell the truth. But then I would also address Sean and share that, you know, you're lying. I would, you know, be straight. <laughs> oh, you would use that word. Would I? Was of course a, I would. Was that word allowed in your mama house? No. Mm-mm. We could not say the word lying. I yeah. still don't say the word lying around my granny. I say it. Well, 
You know, mm-hmm. my granny, my granny and all, but at the house. I say telling the story. What did y'all say? Telling a story. Telling yeah. tell a tale. Mm-hmm. Now, I, me and my dad, my dad, like, jokingly will lie about stuff. And yeah. I'm daddy, you know you lying. So, I can say that to my dad, but... Um, but what are y'all's responses on Instagram and on Facebook? Y'all let us know. We can actually see your responses, of course. So, what would y'all do with Sean? How would you handle this situation? But Jasmine, what would you do? Oh, um, did you respond? Yeah, he he said he would confront in the friend. What's, oh, what's, what's in your cup? <laughs> juice. Speaking, speaking of cups, let me move and get my juice because <laughs> my voice is I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm answering. Um, hmm. okay, so this has happened in real life. And I addressed Sean and said, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but, you know, my part was complete. Did you not get it? Was there a breakdown in communication? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to come out and call you a liar because you don't know. But it's deductive reasoning. The end result is that you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. So, um, you know, you're not about to embarrass me either because one thing I do pride myself on is that I have myself together. So no reason... I'm not gonna give you an inch to claim nothing. What was what was Selection A, Shanikia? Um, shout out to my uh, cohort member Shanikia and Sakia actually watching right now, tuning in. Sakia missed the question because she like me. We show up a little tardy to things, so we we hey, on the Kayla. same wavelength. But uh, oh, Kayla, my co here too. So shout out to them. Hey, Kayla. But what was A? Shanikia said she would go. With well, a. let me answer, uh, ask the question again. Okay. So the question is: You are in your weekly staff meeting. Your meet your manager asks why the team project is not complete. Sean speaks up and states that your part of the project is the reason why it's not complete and therefore holding up the whole group. So on a scale from one to petty, what would you do? A, politely disagree and discuss project barriers amongst the group. B, make a face but stay silent and pull so, Sean. Shanika says she's going to be polite. She's going to be polite and then discuss project barriers. Okay. Um, B was make a face, but stay silent during the meeting. Pull Sean aside afterwards. C call Sean out on his faults in front of the team, and then D was other. So I don't have a problem addressing things in, in front of everybody. Shaq, you didn't either, but you said you would pull Sean aside afterwards. Cause when we're in the staff meeting, like with our other coworkers and supervisors and things like that, right? Right. Um, I mean, that yeah. makes a difference. Well, yeah, because it honestly would depend on what kind of day I was having. Because it, in some days, if people have ticked me off and I, my petty meter is high, I'll be like, well, well, let me ask you this, Sean. Um, since we're telling things, that you let everybody know that... I agree. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a distraction to me because I'm trying to listen, even though you for you to answer a second time. But... Um, <laughs> And see, this would be one of the situations in the meeting where I would say, and your point is? Because we want to get to theirs. And um, Sakia said, Deshaun would get the business. But can we talk about how good our skin looks? Right. They said we... Thank you. Cocoa, but you know I try. Okay. Coconut oil. Yes. Y'all know, y'all know what, t- what show this is? What's y'all up, remember, Nika? My cousin just tuned in too. Y'all remember uh, on Martin episode when it was Christmas and that lady that was getting had the bomb at the Christmas uh party on Martin show? Yes, yes, was, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Let us continue. Yeah, I just I don't. I'm not really in the business of embarrassing people, and it would just really depend. On we talked how, about this the last episode. Right. She it, said every time I'm not in the business. I'm of not, embarrassing but it people. would depend on how I was feeling today. 
how he said it, everything would say, you know what, my petty meter was low, but then you did that, so now I'm finna embarrass you in front of everybody else. But otherwise, I would have just pulled him to the side personally. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that on the scale of one to petty question today on Jasmine. So last week's staff meeting, we talked about organization, motivation, and productivity. Do y'all have any comments from the people? I don't remember any comments for the people, but I actually took some of y'all's um, things and, you know, I Good. really employed them this week and I was really successful because I only worked Monday through Wednesday. Um, I didn't work yesterday and today. Okay. And so I was able to really, you know, I was real productive. I got a week's work done in three days. So, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You were productive, but you still weren't on time to pick me up from the airport. <laughs> I just want to say that. <clears throat> well, I cleaned, I made sure I cleaned off my desk before I left on yesterday. Um, and so hopefully I'll be able to make a smooth transition back into my workplace on Monday after our lovely trip. It was something that I wanted to say, and clearly I'm ill-prepared because I forgot to write it down. It was something that happened, and I was supposed to bring a comment. I forgot. It was something I thought about. The show. I was like, ooh, I should have said that. I can't remember what it was, though. Okay. Well, this week I threw the whole desk away. We talked about that, right? <laughs> yep, yep. So I came in, and I do not like printed papers. I would rather have an electronic copy. They were acting, you know... Go back and reference it. Don't print me off nothing. I love I don't paper. like it. And then anything that I need is in a specific spiral. That's where my mm -hmm. to-do list is. Yeah. Any type of references I need. Don't print me off no paper. So when I came into the uh, office on Monday and I get there before everybody else, because it's foolishness happening, and I just threw the whole desk away. I was like, I don't know what these papers say, if they was important or not. Did other people put those papers on your desk? Yes. Okay, see, I don't like other people putting stuff on my desk, but y'all know from when we I have an inbox. Don't put it on my... You know, like, people bypass the inbox because they think, oh, if I put it on her laptop or her she'll chair, she's going to get to it quicker. I have an inbox for a reason. Okay. So, I threw the whole desk away this week. Well, it's funny. Y'all know I'm going to be a writer. Because you remember when we first started the podcast, I would write the... Erica would write agendas on paper <laughs> and take a picture of the paper. Because, mind you, she's in Baton Rouge. I'm in Augusta. And she's in um, Dallas. The Dallas area. The Dallas area. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So I had to. Send We've it. since moved to Google Docs where we can communicate and share with each other. I just like to write. Hey, Coco. Yeah, what are the people telling us hey, on Instagram? Oh, people it, saying hello. People, yeah, they saying hello. Okay. So okay. I see Coco. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I did get some comments this week, just some people just saying congratulations. Um, was it? Say congratulations on the podcast. Thank you so much for your well wishes. Um, I think we all can agree. I won't. I wouldn't say a dream come true. I would say that for myself, but it's it's a surreal thing, and yeah. we're, we're really early in the game, but we really appreciate all the support. Um, shout Speaking out. Speaking of, oh, I'm gonna do it because I know what you're about to say. No, no, no you know what I'm about. Okay. Shout out to Burrow. Okay. Uh, she probably won't be on here, but shout out to Burrow for saying congratulations and saying she's gonna catch up soon. And um, Ricardo and I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Just has been like, hey, oh, Brittany from LSU. She shouted us out. Just everybody, people. It's good to know that y'all see us. So thank y'all for I watching. really appreciate it too, let me tell you. So we have a friend named Harold who we went to grad school with. Hey Harold. What's up, Harold? Harold dropped our podcast in like 20 group meetings. And Harold knows everybody in the United States. Right. And, and so, neighboring countries. Even group meetings that I was in. And I was like, wait, that's 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 my big emoji. So that was real refreshing just to see. Um, that Harold did that. Uh, Sakia also sh uh, shared it on her. Um, you know how you put the little link on your Snapchat story mm -hmm. to where you could just go watch it. So really, and so did Lauren. That. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. So I mean, from the bottom of my heart. And Justin. 
Thank you, Justin. Justin did some commenting. I think he might have shared. I don't think he shared it because, you know, so we have a friend. How y'all going to give credit and then take it away? Let me tell you. So a lot of my friends and I wouldn't, we were going to wait to a specific part, but I'll say a lot of my friends and our friends and colleagues are starting businesses and things. So Shanika was just on here. Her and her partner, they have an embroidery business. Um, Justin has a motivational speaking business. Um, Sakia is a editor, writer, and writer, and those sorts of things. And so we were sharing that even my LB Deshaun, they have a whole scholarship. Like, and then my profiles, they have like this clothing company and different things about STEM is the new black. Lots of different stuff, right? So I go and I'm following these accounts. And Justin, we talk to Justin in the group me all the time, and we follow Justin on his Twitter. Justin then gave us a follow back and responded <laughs> to nothing. Like I'm like. Now, we all supporting each other. You got to at least follow us back, that kind of thing. Well, so, and Justin, I thought that was fun. In Justin's defense, he is the mayor, um, and so he has a lot going on. We know. And hey, Deshaun. Wait a minute. Deshaun. 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 The truth will set you free, okay, baby? Somebody. Thank you so much, because I knew. Because Shaquille has been trying to leverage his friendships. And does he have receipts? Oh! Deshaun got receipts. Well, let me solicit it. Okay, so Deshaun say um, Shaq was soliciting votes in regards to him being the favorite staff member, and Deshaun got receipts. No, that ain't what that is. Dang, so, we taking back credit today. I because I, if they said I was soliciting votes, then maybe I was. But even still, I ain't do no harm. I just told people to go vote for your favorite staff member. Clearly, there were about thirty folks to vote, and I had fifty five percent of the votes, and y'all had the so rest you won of by five. But the, but the, let's also talk about the two? fact. Back. <laughs> I'll talk about the fact that he put himself and then he put me and Jasmine on one ticket. So that means I shouldn't have had more than 50, right? No. You can't do math because you forgot your age. We ain't even gonna go on. <laughs> we going on to the rest of the show because see see how we act? Let's Thank you, Deshaun. We're gonna look into that link. But Thank you. I'll talk about it too. He 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 told me and I'm gonna we'll Okay. Go. Can you move it so I can see? I sure will. I sure will. Alrighty, so today's show we will be talking about budgeting, and this is also the name I want to use, Making Money Move. Shout out to Cardi B. Um, we are trying to make our money move various ways, so today we'll be giving you some tips on how we um, have tackled budgeting, and more specifically, saving. Um, we'll tag some of our resources um, when we share our episode and everything this week so you can hear what we do. Please continue to comment or ask us questions and everything um, if you need any clarification or want any other advice that we may have. Yeah. So, our it's going to be really simple. So, the first question, if you will, is top three budgeting tips and so, Jasmine, you cool with going first? Yeah, I'll go first. And while you're saying that, if y'all got something that we don't say, share them with it. So share them with us so we can verbalize them so that when we put this on our recording, you know, you'll have well, your no. due credit. We'll cite you in APA, all that. You know, we Come got on, you. APA, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so my but what I used to budget is Dave Ramsey's envelope method. And so if you're not familiar, Dave Ramsey is like the big guru in budgeting. Um, he believes in living really simple so that you can get out of debt and don't don't owe anybody. Um, and he believes in assigning your money, all of your money. So if you want to pay yourself your allowance, make sure you pay all your bills, pay your savings account, everything. Allocate your money to whatever resource, every penny, every right? penny of your money. And he also believes in the envelope method. So what it is is that you budget for, let's say, groceries and spending money. Um, you take that amount out in cash and put it in an envelope and you spend 
only what's in that assigned envelope. So if I'm going to the grocery store and I have $100 for the grocery store budget for that month, then my $100 is in that envelope. I take that, I spend okay. from that, and once the cash is gone, I can no longer buy any more groceries. I got to do do what it do with what's in the kitchen. Okay, okay. Um, and so that way you are made to stay within your budget. Because what happens when you have a credit card yeah, you be like, just oh, $10. it's just $10. I can, you know, go ahead and swipe it. There so is you no, don't see the money. You don't see the yeah. money. So that's a psychological thing. My envelope is empty. And I know I'm really bad with my card. I'd be like, oh, it's just $10. And I'll just skim. I'll, I'll take $10 from somewhere else. And so it'll be even. I'll still go and spend that $10 another place. No. So once, <laughs> once the envelope is done, you got to make sure so the whole happen. envelope away. Throw it away. And it's done. You're done okay. for the month. Okay. All righty. So my budgeting tip is having multiple accounts. So um, to not get too much into my business, but my money moves three different ways. Sixth, 06th edition. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my money moves three different ways whenever I get paid. Um, one of the main ones being my recurring bills. I go ahead and have the money there. One, because I just don't want to deal with the hassle of trying to take it out every time. Um, the other good thing is then um, I have money that automatically goes into a savings account, which I'll talk about in our next question. Um, and then the rest of the money that's whatever is left over from my bills goes into one account. And then I will further budget that out. Um, the other good things about the two accounts that I use mostly, they communicate very easily with each other. They are not the same bank, but they communicate very easily with each other. So I can literally quick pay myself um and it'll be there in seconds and so that's always really good so i would really suggest that splitting your money up um or having your direct deposit your job or whatever split your money up into various accounts and then for the money that goes into for all the leftover money i further budget that so one good thing that i do that kind of helps with like maybe having a grocery store mishap is if I know like on Friday, I am going out to have drinks with a friend. I already know this. All my calendar has been there. So I'm going to designate how much money I want to spend at that. So I'm not just going to go and have drinks and just say like, oh, I'll spend whatever I spend. No, I know I got $20, $20, $25 to do it. And that's all I'm going to spend for that. And so I would definitely encourage you to budget out those experiences you already know are going to happen so that you don't find yourself in a situation where you're just overspending. So you talk about spending your money up um, amongst accounts, do you only have one bank? No, I have multiple banks. Um, and I'll be honest, it didn't. She got their <laughs> money. <laughs> multiple banks. You have multiple accounts. I have multiple <laughs> accounts, but I also have multiple banks. And it happened because um, my dad was, he worked for a company that had a credit union. And so therefore he can invite his family members. So I got that. So that was honestly my first my first bank account when I had my first job. Shout out to all my people that used to work at Minyards in Dallas. Um, and so that's <laughs> Minyards or Minyards if you want to be proper. Um, but I had that one, so I just never got rid of it. It's a credit union. Like, that's a privilege to be a part of those sometimes, so I just never got rid of it. And then my mom worked for a bank, and so I got one there, and then she worked for the bank. So you got a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot. So, I have, so I never closed them because I would be using them at different stages in my life. And then what really happened and how this started is when I moved to Baton Rouge to go to school at LSU, um, Baton Rouge doesn't have a Bank of America. Like, it's, it's not a Bank of America within 50 miles. And so I didn't want to get rid of it. Um, because I could just do most of what I needed to through the app, but then I still needed another one that I could get to a branch. And so I opened up a chase as well. Um, <clears throat> so they all communicate with each other and I just split everything up very easily. So I don't have to do a lot of that every month. Gotcha. That was a lot. 
Like I said a lot. Both of y'all. I, I feel like it's been ages since I've been able to share the way that I budget. Now, you don't always have to do that. I think we were now, sharing some. I thought y'all was trying to pick on me because hey, you're saying Brandon. I don't do a good job at budgeting. No. I thought, I, I thought you felt like I wasn't qualified to speak on this. Well, no. are you? Because <laughs> you ain't said nothing. I know. Yet. You didn't give me no chance. Okay, so my tip is that um, so I'm actually in a little reconstruction period. Okay. So okay. I have know where you are. At one point, yeah. At one point, I had six credit cards, and so what I was doing with those credit cards is I would use them similar to what y'all said, and you know the way you use your bank accounts, the way you was using your envelopes, right? So I would do that, and I would use one card for so and so, one card for another thing, and so that was really working for me. And so I was making sure that I would, you know, before the pay period is up, zero the balance out so that I don't accrue any. Interest. But one things one thing that I don't do, um, similar to Erica, my bank is only in Arkansas, which is where I'm from. Shout out to Reed, Arkansas. Um, but I was using my credit cards for everything. And so because I use my credit cards for everything, I'm like, oh, I can get points, right? So aside from that, I swipe credit cards <coughs> for everything and I don't really use my debit card unless I have to. But all that to say, um, I just make sure that I pay all of my money off. I so right now I'm going down. I, I got still got six accounts. Remember we talked about it another episode before, but I moved them down to four. I okay. now pay two. Of okay, them okay, friend. At the end of next month, I'm gonna have oh. the other two or two more paid off, and so then I can start back to doing that. But I had got a little willy nilly, spending too much. Um, right and, back in. Right, and it was also because I was moving too. So you know, when you move and you have to yeah. spend money on a lot of other stuff. So yeah. Um, but then there's this other concept called zero-based budgeting too, um, and I know I don't like use it to the T. But like in the times that I've like, so I'm gonna be working next week um, to like work this golf tournament, the Masters. If anybody's familiar, and so I'll be, I have an additional source of income. I also um, I tutor on the side, and so that's the way also that I was bringing in extra money. And so the way that zero-based budgeting work, works is like when you get that money, you don't spend just because you got it. Like you know, you've already said you've planned to spend your salary's worth for that month. And so any additional money, you just save it. Mm -hmm. And if you need to use it, you need to really justify. And I really be talking to myself, be like, okay, I can get this. And then this is why I'm a benefit from it. And so, and if I can't, like I don't shop or I don't buy anything. And so like, I don't buy clothes that often. We talked about this earlier. Yes, we did. I don't buy clothes that often. Cause when I go to validate, why do I want clothes? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I got four pair of pants that I can recycle throughout the week. I got ten, <laughs> I got 10 shirts. I'm good. I can go to work. I can be fine. I got a little suit I can throw on and be dressed up. And so, like, I really be down on myself. Some people call it cheap, but it's just, like, I really have to stick to the budget. And then if I get any extra money, I don't even add it, don't even consider it. I automatically save it. I definitely have a problem with that. Since, since I was a wee lad, my mom used to always say, Girl, money be burning holes in your pocket because she was like, every time, every time you get some money, if you ain't got to spend it, like you don't have to use it. And I'm just like, well, you know what I'm gonna do, you know. And so as I've gotten older and I have like true responsibilities, it's like, okay, you realize. But that happened to me even this time. Um, a little thing happened with one of my bills, and so I ended up with a little extra money this month. And the first thing I thought about, ooh, I've been meaning to get this. Let me go ahead and get this, and I got a little extra. And I could have maybe thought, like, these are things I actually wanted to get. And they were gifts for somebody. Um, so I really wanted to get them. But I was like, I didn't even give myself, I didn't give myself an option as to, do you want to save this or do that? However, what I will say is sometimes when I get additional um, money, I will go put it onto my credit cards. So I am good for that. Okay. <clears throat> um, you know, my mom, she works in accounts payable, so she's very good with money. One of the top things she said was, don't put your money all in one place. 
Okay. Yep. So we talked about having something that's nationwide and then maybe a um, credit union. Okay. So you have two two accounts, one that you can get to no matter where you travel to, and the other one that's good for just building your, you know, your credit or um, useful things like, you know, when you go buy a house, a credit union is right. always better to draw from than these big places. Um, now I didn't lost my thought. Well, why you said that you would like get one of the banks that you think is everywhere? Yeah. And Deshaun just kind of talked about it on here. He transitioned from Bank of America. Um, seems like there are much better banks out there. He only joined them because they were nationwide. Mm-hmm. Well, you think it's nationwide. And to, and to, and to, and to, to Louisiana, Louisiana in general. <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple other states like that, too. And Shanikia, we met her in Baton, well, in Louisiana. And so she's saying she's definitely sticking with Chase over Bank of America. <clears throat> and so I think it brings up a good point of just figuring out which bank works for you. And understanding all the perks. Like, I still got my old little Simmons bank account in Arkansas, but I only use it for, like, small things. And I, I also have a credit union, which I just got recently since I've been working in Augusta. So, Is it Bank of America that charges you for going into the physical bank? Now they actually don't. Um, they don't charge you for that anymore. So, like, it used to be if you designated yourself as completely paperless, you would be enrolled into online uh, banking. And so if you ever walked into a bank and spoke with the teller they would automatically start charging you the monthly fee but they actually just took it off so now you can actually go in and talk with somebody i don't remember if it's for specific issues or just in general it didn't really affect me that much because one is not one here for me to go into and i will say um i'm not getting paid for this by any means but bank of america's app is really great so i i don't really find that i need to go speak with somebody and if i do i'll just call or i'll use a little chatting feature on the app like mm-hmm. i love their app um who said yeah and credit unions are great too because they have really great interest rates whether you got it in a checking account or savings account and so like i definitely i I definitely would agree there probably are some really great banks out there a huge reason why i haven't moved around i just don't feel like it i told you i got multiple i just don't feel like moving that stuff around and so maybe when i transition again i might do it but some of it is pure laziness i'm glad you can admit that yeah i just don't be feeling i it's just too much. And some of them have so, so long of a history. I also just don't want to get rid of them. Okay. All right. Any other things on here? Mm-mm. All righty. Well, the second wave was specific, specifically about saving. Um, you want to go this way first? Absolutely. So you no, can have a little extra time to speak if you would like to. I won't. Um, but so saving money, my main tip is, and y'all going to laugh at me, but I think it's, well, a lot of things. But the first one is buying bulk. And so, like, you think you think about, like, how many times do you shop for different things? And, like, you're like, oh, but sometimes, like, if you go in and you just want, like, a little Sprite, a can of Sprite, certainly you probably don't want to buy a 24-pack because it's not the best thing. And, y'all, why is my granny calling me? I'm about to decline granny this time because she on my face. Um, my phone is the one that's doing the lie. And so, anyway, so um, I like to buy in bulk. So, to land the plane. I feel like, well, you know you save a lot of more money. And so one of the things that I always buy in bulk is liquor. So everybody knows I like to drink. And, like, I just had a social at my house the other day. And I don't know if he's still on here. But, like, they were wondering, like, um, I am not frugal. <laughs> well, they were wondering, like, how do I have all of these? Uh, why do I have these gallons of alcohol in my freezer? But I'm a Not fr- gallons, friend. I mean, half gallons. You know, the, uh, the handle. The handle, yeah. And it's like, well, I am big on buying getting the full half gallon because I mean I ain't, gonna, I ain't gotta drink it all at that one point I'll save a little money 
my granny is not gonna let me live, y'all. She gonna make me answer the phone on this computer. Anyway, so I like to buy in bulk. And just yesterday we were shopping to buy some drinks, um, not alcohol, um, some soda actually, and to mix with alcohol. And we were in there, and I'm like, do the math. Like you have to do the math. So I made, uh, I make. We it. over here converting uh, liter. I mean ounces to liters. I had to figure out how much Sprite cost per ounce if it was in a can and how much it cost per ounce if it was in a two liter. So, Coco, you are right. He is frugal. Say what you want to say, but it works for me. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, buying in bulk is your... So, buying in bulk. And then the other thing I would say is... Um, no, I, I'll wait. I'll wait a second. Okay. Um, so, my tip for saving, which has been very great is um saving where your money is not accessible i mean i think anybody will probably agree like if if especially if you struggle with self-control and self-discipline in the area of money and you really but you know you want to or need to save like not being able to access those funds is a really great option um i actually do this with my mom um she is on one of my accounts but she's the only person that can get into it it's mine but i do not have any access to it and so often if i need to take some out of it i have to tell my mama even though she gonna at this point at at, at the age of 26 26 is my final answer. You know your age is sweet. Um, Praise the Lord. My, she, if I asked her for it, she would give it to me because ultimately she recognizes my money. I do what I want with it. But I'm like, mama, make me, like kind of what you just said, make me justify why I need this money. And if I'm just taking it out to give myself an advance before I'm waiting on something, which, you know, some people might find a problem with that too. I can see that. Um, you know, I have to tell her why. But um, my mom is the only person that can actually move that money around. And so I have to actually ask her for it. And once again, goes back to my multiple accounts. The money automatically goes in there. So I don't even have to, I, I don't even have to choose to save. Like I've already done that when I set up my direct deposit. So it just automatically does it. And it is nice to see that number keep growing. And I've only dipped into it a couple of times and I've given it back. Um, so I, I really, uh, it definitely helps a lot. So like have your money in places where you can't reach it. And then my other thing is that one of my friends, um, shout out to Eddie St. Ville. He put me on this app called Digit. And it's basically a is bank. This the Eddie that work in, uh, <laughs> down the, this is the Eddie that works at, yes. Okay. Um, he put me on this app called Digit, which basically is an online bank account. And, um, you can set up savings goals so say you want a rainy day fund which is something i promise i'm still trying to work on myself but say you want a rainy day fund say you know you're going out of the country next summer and you're saving for a trip and then say i don't know you want a new tv so you could tell digit all of your goals once again i don't get paid by digit um but you could tell digit all of your goals and when the deadline for these goals are and it will basically analyze your finances and save on your behalf Really cool. It freaks some people out because it is like basically debiting your money um, for you. And you can put a lot of restrictions on it and stuff. But once again, that money is a lot less accessible if it were, you know, in cash under your bed or in an account that you had access to. So that's my biggest point here. Put your money away where you can't touch it. Yeah. Okay. So I was processing what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, my tip would be to share. I think overall, so... I wanted to talk about sharing living spaces, but the more that I think about it, just sharing services in general, like, you know, people share their Netflix or their Hulu or whatever it may be. They kind of trade those type of things. Yes. We talked about that. Yeah. More being an account user on those things. Um, Then I would say sharing living spaces. So like for me, I live in the Dallas area. (laughs) 
where you go out to tell these people where you live in. <laughs> Why well, I gotta tell them where I live? The Dallas area just trips me out. Yeah. If y'all, y'all know, know what you say, I bet you won't put it in the comments. Wait, no, Coco, no. But, um, and so I live in the Dallas area. If I had, if you guys were living there too, we could all share um, a living space. And for me, I, I just purchased a house. So that would help me with my mortgage. It would help me build equity and then still be, you know, a sensible price for you guys. Because if you think about it. So you're not it, saying just rent it from somebody else. You're saying. No, I'm saying it needs to be a bigger, bigger benefit for somebody, somebody in the friend group. Mm. Because what's the point of us? We get okay. If you on that level, like getting out of college, we just sharing a space. Everybody put in three hundred dollars for the rent. Three hundred dollars compared to the nine hundred, you winning. But to take it to another level of adulting, I'm purchasing a house. Let's all go in. It's gonna be cheaper, and then plus it'll help build me. But who would like if something messed up in the house? It would just be on the person that that's purchasing. owning this person to fix it. That's a that's See, it's a, a lot discussion. of stuff. Okay, okay. That's like, it's, it's twofold. Like if if say it was us and we were, came to live in your house, we're take we're saving because we're not paying nearly as much in rent. But you know to have a house on our own or to be in an apartment. But then we also would know, hey, there's a there's a get, there's a quid pro quo here, and that you are getting to build equity, and we're not necessarily going to do that. But evidently, we wouldn't necessarily care about that at the time. Got you. No, okay. so I mean that's my tip: share spaces, share things, share things. A like car? That, that, that what book, about a car? If you want a ride share, come on. Which is like, no, not a car. Okay. I, I mean, it just, I mean, it would just have to be one of the, at this point in my life, I don't see myself sharing a car, but it probably would have been great to say if I were in college and, you know, like, but yeah, then okay. I would have not had lived my life because I wouldn't have been an RA. Cause you know what I mean? So gotcha. it would have been something like that. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that was, I think this is the quickest time we've ever went to our um, staff meeting. Anything on Instagram? No. Okay. Um, I think this is the quickest time we've ever went through our staff meeting, but we just want to share a little tidbit. I will say um, Jasmine and I listen to a couple of other podcasts that we really love. Shout out to the Friend Zone. Um, we will be going to see them live on tomorrow, and we're super excited. And they brought on um, an amazing person named the bu- the Budgetista, yeah, um, and talked about financing. And so it's in, and you said the what what was the other podcast that was talking about finances? Getting year? grown. They Getting talked grown. about budgeting too. And so like it seems like a bunch of podcasts podcasts were on um, the same wavelength today as the friend song would say alignment alignment um, alignment. So we just wanted to share what we so do we copied too. off of them. No, because we not at all. I can't. I know the them. answer to this, but I felt like I needed needed to, to clarify. Mm-hmm. No, we did not copy off of them. Um, hence alignment. It just happened in the universe, if you will. But no, I come up with the. I came up with the idea for the show on Sunday. Their show drops on Wednesday, so it was already done. Cause Man, who who helped you come up with the idea? I'm assuming he wants me to say him, but at this very moment, I can't think of why, how he, he was on the phone, friend. Remember, he was like, man, what are we going to talk about? Because we got to get about money. He did. He did. I, I wasn't even trying to always be... fishing for credit. Right. Just just be <laughs> humble. Sit down and be humble. Get back up and sit back down again and be humble. Be humble. Okay. Miss, can I just be humble and talk about my what I wanted to share with the folks today? Go ahead. You, okay. you moving on to your segment? Yeah. Dang. It is time. It's time. According to the agenda that you so eloquently prepared. So, I just want to stay on topic. Thank you. 
So y'all, I um so you know that I told y'all that I'd be coming to you always and talking about um the base search and things, and so I'm gonna continue that. We'll pick it up uh next show. Um, but I am so a lot of y'all know, but if you don't know, I am a student affairs professional, right? And so I get to work with um, lots of students, and I, I really love my job. Um, and that I, they come to me, and we talk about different things. And so a couple weeks ago, what was it? About three weeks ago now, maybe two, maybe two, two or three weeks. A student came into my office after I had um, spoken at this presentation on campus. Well, I presented to a group of students. And so a student came into my office and he was like, you know, hey, Shaq, um, I wanted to talk to you, you know, because you talked about um, you presented on academic excellence and things. And I was like, oh, OK, what's up? Like, have a seat, close the door. So he comes in and he closes the door. and He was like, we well, started talking. He was like, well, never mind. I think you're going to judge me. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? I'm going to judge you. Like, it's fine. Like, this is an open space. Like, this is my office. I, I intend to create an atmosphere where you feel like you can share with me. Um, and then, you know, I'll be more than happy to help you, that type of thing. And so he went on and he kept on talking. Uh, but basically, to spare you all the details, he was sharing with me that he had been struggling academically. But he knew he was well aware of all the resources that he had because he was able to you know, verbalize them to me. He told me where they were, the things that he could do to be more successful. Uh -huh. But it all boiled down to the fact that he said that he um, he didn't want to go to tutoring because he didn't want his, his peers to see him at tutoring. He, he's on an intramural team. And he was like, if he felt like if his, if his teammates saw him at tutoring, and this is like what he's telling me, if his teammates saw him at tutoring, he would they would uh, make fun of him. Then he said he wanted to go get help from this. We have an academic successor. And he wanted to go in there too um, and just talk to some of the professionals because they have some academic success coaching and thing that he was like um but like <coughs> my daddy told me that i need to be a man and i need to figure it out and work things out you know i just need to buckle down and actually do the work and he said some other things and like we talked through it and and so i was able to by, by the end of our conversation we we created a we created a plan that talks about a lot of things and what it really got me to thinking about thinking about was just the fact that when he's when he said that his daddy had told him you don't need to go and get help from these professionals. You need to be a man and figure it out yourself. Y'all, I was like, oh, my God. Like, is this what it means? People still like, people out here teaching it. Yes. And so, and this is, this is, this is a black male that's in my office. And I mean, and he, at, at one point he was almost about to cry, you know, just talking to me and stuff. And I'm like, it's so disheartening, disheartening and really like even angering to us like to a point that you have people out here that are stopping these young students or hindering these young students from reaching their potential and getting help from other folks because they are afraid of what it means to be a man and then the fact that you even have people out here saying that being a man means that you don't go and seek help because you don't want to look weak because you don't want to look weak and i'm like and then even though said that's the that's the father son talk but then he's not even comfortable enough with his friends because he's like they're going to make fun of him mm -hmm. yeah when I, I mean it's a very small school that i go to so i know the people that he hangs around um i happen to know some of them some of them are doing really well in classes and they go to tutoring and so as part of my job like i supervise tutors and i can look and see who goes and i see some of them and so i'm like no they're not going to make fun of you because they already go but what is it in your mind that's making you feel that way and it all just boiled down to what I feel. I mean, I think most people can agree, but toxic masculinity, right? So the fact that you don't believe, you believe that your peers are going to make fun of you by, you know, reaching out for help. And then your parent is telling, your father is telling you, you need to figure it out on your own. <sighs> Y'all. And they just, I don't even really know what, I probably, I mean, we talked, I think we, that was supposed to be like a 15 minute conversation, probably lasts about an hour and a half. 
Right. That's what it deserves. You need and to we, unpack and we that. Have, yeah, we have some follow-up conversations. We've had some and we have some more. But I'm like, I just I couldn't believe. And so I, it just got me to thinking, what does it mean to be a man, right, in, in terms of what that father is talking about? Because there's lots of times that I I go out and I seek help from folks. So if it means you can't go get help from anybody, right? Mm-hmm. If you if it means that you have all the answers, if if it means that like you you have to be so consumed about what others are going to think about you, if those three things are what it means to be a man, spare me because I don't I don't want to be that. You know what I'm saying? Or you have to like I have no desire to be that definition. You know, or you have to just struggle. Like struggle is. Well, struggle is inevitable, but then as a man, you just have to let it run its course. And right. do nothing about it, or if and if you do, it needs to be in and of your own accord. Right. And it just, yeah. So that's what I was dealing with, and I was like, I just need to talk to the people, because I want, like, somebody's input, y'all. Like, what what is it that, what is it that we can do to help? St- like, how can I play? My, I mean, obviously, I think I'm playing my role by, you know, talking to him in some of our conversations, which I, I'll spare y'all the details of our conversation, of course, but, like... I think that I'm doing a good job with helping him understand some different things. But, like, what can we do as a society to stop? I mean, if I'm just being completely honest, to stop this shit. Sorry for y'all at work and y'all got this on the hope too loud. But, like, what can we do to really end that cycle of toxic masculinity? And, like, how can we prove and teach healthy masculinity? You know? If that's a thing, which I, I, I believe that it is. But... I think coming, when you were talking, first of all, talk about it, right? Right. Plain plain and simple. But it's as if we think you come out the room knowing how to be a man. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you still have to be taught certain things. Daily activities, you have to be taught that. You need to be taught how to be a man, how to reach out for help, um, and just make yourself better in that aspect. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's where that socialization comes in, and I think it would be. I, I think it's doable, but th- this could be argued. This could arguably be stated for anything that's wrong in our society, right? That it all is based in socialization. All is based on who raised you, or the people who raised you, and what they learn, and what their people learn, and their people learn, and it like it just goes on forever and forever. And so, I think it would be our generation or those of us who don't believe in toxic toxic masculinity and want it to continue on. We're gonna have to tell. I'm gonna have to tell my son, and I, I don't want toxic toxic masculinity. So I'm gonna tell my son. Don't let anybody scare you or make you feel com- make you feel uncomfortable, or less of a man or less of a person, because you need to seek out help because you are sad or you want to display something that society says you as a male person cannot and so i think it's definitely going to be our responsibility to start to change the path of that ship if you will to point it in a direction that better better sheds light on some of the issues of all of the issues of toxic masculinity i think it would really be hard to go back and do it you know you can just start from now I think that's the best way. Like we are the we are the future, not to be so cliche, but I think we are. Like I think we have to start dictating what the future is going to look like from now on. I think it's so detrimental to people to like put on a facade that you are perfect. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that really affects other people. That really affects other people. So, and it's been happening so often. You think now, like we're in the age of social media. So on social media, you 
put on a facade that you live this perfect life or that you look perfect all the time, you know, whatever it may be. And so me looking at Erica's profile, I'm like, dang, she living it up and I'm not like that. Or, you know, comparing yourself to other people, it's just not healthy. It's not healthy at all. So we need to realize that everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes and everybody needs help. And how can we build each other up? Yeah. Yeah. I hope that wasn't too heavy um, for the podcast, but that's what I wanted to share y'all because I just, that's what I was experiencing. That's what I was talking about. And even after that, I talked to a lot of my friends about it. So a lot of y'all listening probably already heard me talk about it, but um, I just wanted to bring it to the greater population and shed light on these weird things that people actually believe and so can i share one more thing mm-hmm. i'd also say like a lot of people wonder what i'm, I'm also a student affairs professional and a lot of people will ask like what is it that you do and i mean even sometimes i have trouble trying to sum it up into one thing and i almost find myself t- defining student affairs or higher, or higher education work as something different de- depending on who i'm talking to um but I, I think this is a prime example of what we do um when students leave their homes and graduate from high school and they move on campus or they become a college student, while legally we are not necessarily their new guardian, um, they we do, higher education in and of itself has said we have a responsibility of growing these students not only inside the classroom but outside the classroom. And so a lot of what is happening in spaces like Shaq's office is life skills and things that hopefully will help him to um, – teach other peers like other kids that he may mentor or his children or he, even his friends to make better choices about things um we really help students just develop in other ways that a math teacher or a math course or a social studies course won't give them to hopefully help them just be better citizens of our of our world um so i know a lot of people just wonder what we do and i think that's just one of many ways that we really try to affect change on the youth yeah. So let me read stuff from Instagram. Um, Lenique, shout out to Lenique. Hey, Lenique. She said, "Be hey, bold." Lenique, I don't know you. <laughs> hey, how you doing? She said, "Be bold. Be bold enough and man enough to talk about it." Says you come into the world as a boy or girl, but being a woman or a man is learned and taught as you grow. I thought that was perfectly socialization is fine. Um, and then Coco just said, you know, she agreed with it. And I also want to say, people that I see in the clinic. Or as a provider, the number one reason for illness most of the time is stress related. Um, I see a lot of men who come in and they're having, you know, high blood pressure, um, chest pains, things like that, just because of stress. And it's, I think being a man is a lot of responsibility. Like me as a woman, yes, I'm gonna say, woman, being a woman is hard or whatever. We put in a lot of work, but being a man and living up to which you shouldn't live up to other people's exercise. Yeah, you live living up to those standards. That's stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that we just don't talk about it enough. And if you need help, you need to reach out because it's killing people. Right, that's true. It's stress is killing people. It's killing people. But you know what's something I will, I'll shut out my dad. My dad has always gone to the doctor. And that's one that's one of the many stereotypes, one of the many things you hear about men that they don't go to the doctor. But my dad, I'm really proud of my dad um, because he's always gone to the doctor is always going to go get some medicine um, like if he needs something or if something isn't working properly. And so I'm glad that I got to see, um, I'm glad I got to see that in my own household um, and not see my dad, you know, 
just be like, oh, I'm gonna make it. Because one thing, my another thing that my dad will always do is like he recognized what his role in our family was and what would happen or the consequences of him not being there. Yeah. You know, every every year, every year for Christmas and his birthday. What you want for uh, your birthday? What you want for Christmas, Daddy? Oh, I just want to be alive. And I laugh at him because he says every year he's not in danger of passing away. But it's just like I get what he means. Like, as I get older, I, I understand what he means. Like, he has accepted the responsibility in his family. He wants to be around and do it. And so I appreciate that my daddy always takes care of himself in that regard. Do y'all watch Blackish? Do Is I? You, you got the arrow, y'all. What? <laughs> Friend, why you whispering? Why you whispering? It's hot up in here. Yeah, yeah so I, I thought I was the only one. It's burning. Okay, so getting back to what I was saying before you interrupted. Um, on the last, I think it's the last episode of Grownish. They were the grandfather was excited that he, he turned he turned sixty five. <laughs> like he made it. Like that's the ultimate thing because black men don't make don't it. make it to sixty five. And he kept saying that he was the oldest black man alive. <laughs> This, Hopefully y'all watched it. It is oh yeah. We ain't spoiling nothing, <laughs> but it's hilarious. But when you think about it, like like I said, black men live a stressful life. Black people in general live a stressful life. Um and so we really need to be talking about things because when you talk about it, um share your struggles with people, they grow and then you get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. And so just take care. Take care of yourself. Any final comments about that? Thank you for bringing that up. You're certainly welcome. No, I don't have any other comments. Thank you for turning the air on, friend. Yeah, it's getting, it was burning. I thought it was because I was getting so passionate about, about what I was saying. <laughs> well, I've been out for the last 30 minutes. Um, All right. So, is that, didn't you have two things to talk about for your segment today? Or are you good? Mm-mm, that was what I wanted to share. Okay. So, when are we going to hear about Bay? Yeah, you just done talking about that. Well, because it went down here. <laughs> I told y'all I couldn't manage what I was doing. So, uh, but we gonna, we'll, hopefully I can have a lot of action between now and next week so we can share about it. Maybe you'll meet some eligible people this weekend. Friend. Oh, I thought you were about to say next week when I'm working a golf tournament. I'm like, no, I'm gonna be working here in Atlanta. I'm gonna be a whole security guard. I'm Maybe security that's somebody guard. like a man in uniform. And you know, I'm a certified crowd manager. Even when, so it's, even when I don't like have a gun or anything, just to... it don't matter. I don't don't focus on your, your faults. You I don't, don't focus have a radio. on what you don't. <laughs> 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 do, what will you have? Uh-huh. A flashlight? That, not even a flash. Nothing. So what if something get out of hand? What you gonna do? They were like, oh, you need to find the supervisor. In the midst of chaos, you gonna well, find a supervisor. In the midst of chaos, I got a person I can call. Hey, <laughs> and they'll handle all of that. So that's who I'm gonna be calling. Call on them. Call yes, on them. Mm. Okay. Well, now we'll kick it over to Jasmine's departmental updates. Okay. So, um, I was when I was thinking about the book of the month, I really have been doing good as far as reading a book a week. And my book for this week was Advanced Pharmacology. <laughs> <laughs> because. Y'all remember, Jasmine is still in the books. I'm in the books, but I still got bills. Yes, yes. Um, And so she is in books to bills simultaneously, (laughs) which is not fun. Not fun. Books and bills. Books on books on books on books. Books on books on books. Bills on bills on bills. Okay, so um, that was really my book for the week. But what I'm trying to get into, which I started at the um, at the airport. I was responding to somebody. Oh, well, you want to share with the group? No, I'm on this. I'm on Facebook. Oh. Somebody told me that I look 
Oh, wait, that was a comment on my uh, profile. Dang. Yeah. Come on, Shaq. I thought it was on this. I'm sorry. I hate to cut you off. It I hate it, too. So, um, <laughs> I started at the airport, but it's called Educated, and it's written by um, Tara. Tara. What's up? Y'all have to I was just... Because she was at the wrong time. I was like, Tara? I thought hey. she was about to say I something was about, about to Tara. Get it. Yeah, I was. It's written by a woman who, like... I was, but y'all didn't even give me the opportunity. My Don't say y'all. Y'all didn't give me the opportunity. So... It's about um, a family who chooses not to put their children in school. Like well, they homeschool them? They homeschool them. But first of all, they're all born by midwives, which is right up my alley. And the fact that they don't have a birth certificate. You don't have a birth certificate when you're born by a midwife? It's unregistered because it didn't happen in a hospital. So your baby could just be going around with no social security number? But that's their goal. They want to live under the radar. So our children don't go to school. They don't have a social security. They don't have a like a medical record. They don't have any of they that. They don't exist. They don't exist. So because we talk about how can you police something, someone that you don't know about. How's this gonna affect them as they get older? That's, That's what the book's about. Okay. So as I want to get a driver's license, the country doesn't even know I'm here. So, so how do you go about them. that? And it's, it talks about the struggles in comparison to like what's the um, oh. What's the, I guess, uh, motivation behind putting your child in school and the education system? You know, just different things that you think about. Thank you, Shay. We needed that little G. Hey, Erin. So I'm in the I'm in the beginning stages, but it's really good. It makes it's thought provoking. So it's about. It's it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I have to get my thoughts together. So it's about them not. Um, it's about the kids being under the radar and also about them not being... It's it's about their choice and how to keep their kids under the radar. Pros and cons of both. Okay. 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 Is this a true story? Is this just a... It says a memoir. I think it's based on her life. It's basically... Yeah, I, was, I just read that that quick. So it says she was 17 the first time she stepped, stepped foot in classroom. So it was... Oh, very, wow. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I would one. actually like to read this one. See, too. I heard it's that, very good. That's kind of, give me something like that. Give me a book like this. Okay, so I've been trying to get Erica to read more. It's been a struggle. Um, just a I book a month. Love school. Just a book a month. But I'm trying to figure out what kind, what type of books Erica likes. And so this is what you want. This sounds good. Some of my favorite books: um, "Night" by Eli Wessel or Weasel. I loved, um, huh? Yeah. Eli Weasel, Secret Life of Bees by, I can't remember her name. Um, That's a movie too, ain't it? Yes, yeah. but it was a book first. I actually read the book first. I loved Catcher in the Rye, and then my other one that I always loved um, from... Do you need to read a book with somebody? Would that help you? Like, that's too much accountability for your life. We sitting on the phone together switching paragraphs? That's not what I oh. was getting at. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. You know she don't read. If that's Dang. what your conclusion was, you know she don't read. Oh, no. Well, speaking of books that were, um, mo that movies that were books, uh, last week I went to uh, watch A Wrinkle in Time. How did she like it? And so, let me say, I went to watch it because, and y'all don't know who I went to the movies with. Who did you go to the movies with? Myself. Um, so I thought uh, we was gonna get a hint. At no, Bay. I went. I went by myself, um, like, as I always do. Um, so I went because I'm like everybody been talking about this. Let's see what's up for um, 
You know, I went I went because I heard that it was a black it was produced by like the some of the executive producer. She was black. Anyway, I went for the culture. I didn't know nothing about a wrinkle in time. Ooh. And so I went thinking that I'm finna really enjoy the movie but not knowing anything about it. Y'all. It took all I had to pay attention. Then I got a three-year-old beside me and a four-year-old on the other side of her. If they didn't kick the whole movie and waste popcorn and drinks, I was like, God, I'm trying to support my people, but my people are not letting me. And it, we were the only ones in the theater. That's how it was when I went to. It was only, it was me can, and... Can I finish? Now, so, when you, you, cut, you cut me off sometimes. So we were the only ones in the theater. And I'm like, you could have sat in the front. You could have sat in front of me, behind me. Why did you pick beside me? So I felt like from the very beginning, it wasn't set up for me to enjoy the movie. So to answer your question, I think that people that like that kind of stuff might like the movie. It was beautiful, like the effects and things. You can tell they spent a little money on it. I felt like Oprah's role was pushed. You could have went in and played the role and it would have been just as impactful. You know, okay. not not trying to discredit you from Oprah, but that was just my assessment of it. So I think it's real. I, I see it through your lens because... If you didn't know anything about the the book, you was gonna be lost. He was like, "What is the storyline?" Yeah, I was like, "Believe in yourself. You Stay, had to be positive. Catch the gems while they're there." And but it was just regular Disney movie Disney movie type stuff. But then when I looked, I took so first of all, I took my two nieces to see it. Um, one who's getting ready to be a freshman in high school, and the other she's in second grade. So so, hey, Ebony! Sorry. At least I whispered. I was like, what's up, George? Sorry. Hey, Ebony! This is this is one of those things when you're on Facebook Live, I want to acknowledge people. But we going to wait Okay. But anyways, when I looked over to see if they were enjoying the movie, my teenager was like, ah, I'm feeling it. I'm getting the gems. But then my little one was like, oh, daydreaming. Like, she didn't want to read the book with you? My teenager read the book with me. Um... Shout out to Mariah. Just love her. But the little one, she was mesmerized. Like, it gave her all the girl magic that the movie was trying to give. So, I mean, it's it's a different thing for everybody. And I think you could take something from it. And it was beautifully done. That was a hard movie to put into a visual. Cause is that what... Because when I was looking at it, I was like, this had to have been a very imaginative book. Yes. Sci-fi definitely. Yeah. Because... I wasn't completely lost when I watched it, but I definitely felt like, am I missing something? I could see people being lost. I was like, and I, they left no. a lot from the book out. I, I, I felt it. I was they like, didn't develop it like it should, but it was beautifully done. Beautiful. So beautiful. really quickly, one out of ten. What, what would you give it? About a six. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say a five. I would give it a four, and so there we go. But Clearly, it wasn't good enough to get its own show like Black Panther was. Like so, well, own podcast episode. Well, you know, Wrinkle in Time is a part of a series, so I don't know. <laughs> That's why I was like, it looked like further support. The- it looked because like, when I watched, it, I was like, it feels like it's supposed to be a movie before this, and it sure looked like something gonna happen next. They gonna they finna go get somebody else's daddy out of the sunken place. <laughs> they got the daddy out. Somebody else's daddy. Okay, but anyway. I support the culture. Yes, yes. Anything for Ashner Shay? Oh, let us um, <laughs> <laughs> let us move. This on. is the Askner's J. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. We're having technical difficulties. 
What's wrong with it? Share. I don't know why I cut off. Because you only have so much time. Oh, okay. Well, you. How about you start with Nurse J, and then I'll get IG on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Thank you. We want to make sure our IG folks get the same opportunity that you for you. Equal opportunity Equal. and access. So, <laughs> thank you, Erica. <laughs> um, okay, so for this week, I got a lot of questions. I'm, I'm excited about asking. You just today. got a question like, okay, yesterday. was that podcast worthy? It was podcast worthy. Okay. Can y'all um, ask me some? But I want to do one at a time. So, and give it its proper due. But someone asked me. They're a nurse, and they are going into being a nurse practitioner, okay? So, the difficulty is, what what area would you want to pursue? So, they started by asking me, why did I choose to become a midwife, okay? So, I think it gives me a lot... Y'all, let me... Let, wait, <laughs> we got to pause and let talk about... Let me get you some more water. Let <laughs> me gotta, get you some more juice. We got to stop and talk about pet peeves because... <laughs> Clearly, Erica, one of my pet peeves is people searching for searching for some old drink in their cup, and there is nothing there. <laughs> Don't be making loud noises with your straw. It's so annoying. You know, ain't nothing left in that cup. Why is he searching? I'm sorry. Okay, what was I? What was I talking about? You were talking about the listener who asked about being a nurse practitioner and yes. which. Uh, Field. Okay. Functional so, area. Right. So, um, as a, I would like, I wanted to serve women. I knew that women's services is what I wanted to do as far as um, annual exams and all that type of thing. So, you can either be a woman's health nurse practitioner, you only see women. But not so much delivering their babies. I'm getting there. Sorry. So, you can, you can only, you know, you see women, you can treat their partners because... Um, as part of sexual health, that involves two. So if I treat you as a woman for maybe a STD, I need to treat the partner as well so that the unit <coughs> is now healthy, okay? Um, and then as a midwife, I have the option to deliver the baby. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, a women's health nurse practitioner can see you, can see you through your pregnancy, she can see, you know, pregnant women, non-pregnant women, but she cannot deliver. The midwife can deliver and see the baby up till six weeks. Okay, so being a midwife, you get a more comprehensive experience. Yes, you have more options there. Um, and then another track that I was considering was being a family nurse practitioner. I can see, you know. Primary care. Primary care, young to old. Um, and then from that kind of go into, I can family can see women, just like a women's health nurse practitioner. I can prescribe birth control, you know, all those type of things. Um, it's just a broader span. But what I don't like about family nurse practitioners is their um, area of study is very slim because you have so much to cover. You can only cover each area for a certain amount of time. As a midwife, my specialty is from here to here, basically from, you know, womb. Oh, thank you, Shaq. You're so kind. So it depends on what you want to go into. If you want to be able to treat anybody, um, go into family nurse practitioner. If you would only want to see women, go into women's health. If you want to deliver babies, become a midwife. I think being a nurse is so wonderful because you get to go into whatever avenue you choose. As a nurse, if I get tired of delivering babies, I can go into, you know, 
men's health or uh, children, you know, anything like that, you, you can pick and choose. And so what gives you the broadest air, the broadest scope of practice would be family, then it would be women's health, and then it would be a midwife. But it's all in what your goal is to be. Does that make sense, Shaq, since I know that you're not... Uh, I like the way you did this one because one other time you was all over my head. I didn't get it. So I think I understood what you was meaning here. Now, sir, well, question, can a guy, a male, yes, be a midwife? Yes. There are male um, OBs that deliver babies. Well, I knew Dr. that. Hustable. Yeah, I, I knew that. Um, Why did you say that like he was a real person? Well, because he he still no, was a dentist. for the sake of uh, for the sake of growing up, he is a real person. We saw a black doctor and a black delivering babies. He was living in babies, which kind of that role forced what they said about him later. But any, yeah, anyway. let's not let's do not that. Do that. No. Okay, so yes, there there can be um, male midwives, male nurse practitioners, all those type of things. It's not just a woman's field. Yeah, good question though. Ooh, I don't have anything to read. I, I'm learning. Now, I'm in class right now. Mm. Okay, that's all I have. I thought you said you had two questions. I'm going to save the next the, uh, the next, <laughs> next time. You did. So, Lauren said, you did say Dr. Huxtable quite confident. You did. Like, you Lauren, Huxtable, like, like Dr. Huxtable was your personal doctor. No, he wasn't. I hope not, because I mean, <laughs> that means sick. you ain't getting the care that you need. But hey, Lauren, we've been looking for you. We didn't shout at you out earlier. You coming in like me, real late. Look. So, um, most of your friends they come in late, except for me. So here's the thing. I was actually just thinking about this earlier. So when we were getting, so to give y'all a little insight, we are in this nice um, condo that we've rented out. No, I'm just kidding. We in an Airbnb, right? And so we had to set up this as much as we could to where it looks presentable. Well, we've been doing all this stuff this morning. We all worked out together, like, you know, because right. a podcast team, a staff that works out together stays together. You so we weren't doing none of that in the gym. But I worked out. But I'm my sorry. friend was getting you did, in. You did. You ain't finna shame my I friend. I wasn't shaming, but she just came in real hard. I was like, we didn't do none of that at the well, okay. you need to say we and not you, because you was a little uh, offensive, wasn't it, friend? <laughs> you need to agree with me. Something happened in a twitch in your eye. I wanted my friend to agree with me. Anyway, y'all, um, I was hey, like, Darren. y'all, let's get ready. Let's get ready so we can go ahead and no, 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 no. Sakia so said, "Would a midwife be a mid husband?" Then <laughs> I read that and was trying to keep my composure. <laughs> That's why I can't stand her. That's, I'm sorry. If that's the case, sign me up. Sign me up. I'll be a man. You want to You want to catch babies? Yeah, I would love that experience. I actually would love to do that. They have a video only, going around. Go ahead. Only because it's like the one time where like, you remember how we talked about it. You've done this all the time. You're so confident with this, but this is that family's first time. You're literally bringing in a human into the world. I'll be up in there like. Crying. They would. <laughs> I cry sometimes, but I don't think I Sometimes cry. I cry. Anyway, so to land the plane about me being late, I was talking because we talked about getting um getting ready. And so Erica got on to me about taking forever because we was having a meeting before this, discussing other stuff with our podcast. And then I'm like over here ready to record. And then they were getting ready, putting on clothes. Not in the grand scheme of things. It wasn't like we was rushing right. or anything. But I was like, how are you going to tell me? And I think that's just a, one of the reasons that has influenced the reason why I always show up late. Because even when I'm like when I'm ready, I'm ready for everybody else to be ready and it just seems to be happening. 
I don't want to be waiting on anybody else. So if, but I will say, if I'm the planner of something, I guess you could call me the planner of a podcast so I should show up on time. But if I'm the planner of something, then I will get there on time. Like when I'm dealing with my students and stuff, I'm always there early with them and all of that. But if I'm just coming to something, 10 times out of 10, I'm going to be late. I want it to be up and cranking by the time I get there. Matter of fact, you need That's, to be, Is that the reason why you're late? Because yes. you're like, you want to... Yeah, it, you need to be on the welcome when I just crank my car up. Can we talk about how to set people up for success? Yeah, I got to get Instagram back together. Yeah, get it together, friend. But I'm listening. Okay, so... Um, and this is not to... It just brought to my attention. It's not to try to boost myself up. But, you know, I'm ironing my clothes. And I'm like, okay, you know, Shaq, would you like for me to iron your clothes? You know, trying to set you up for success because I know that you run late. And... I think that's really a part of being a team, okay? Know that your teammates' weaknesses, or not so, not saying weakness. They're not weakness. Their, okay, it's a weakness. Um, and then how to not only just talk about them, or talk about how Shaq is always late, but how can I help Shaq be on time? I can help him be on time by ironing his clothes for him while he's doing something else. Um, so that I'm not always complaining, because I do, I do complain about Shaq quite a bit. So I'm trying to put those things into motion. How can I help Shaq be the best Shaq that he can be? I can iron his clothes. So that's one less thing on his to-do list. And did you do that today, friend? I did. And I'm forever grateful. Because one thing y'all know, I hate to iron. But Are we done talking about Shaq and doting on him and woe is Shaq? Because well, your like, clothes got ironed today too, friend. I, I, you ain't got to raise your voice about that. I'm, are we done talking about him? You're I right, don't, Lauren. There were receipts. And I just... Uh, he gets so much attention and he swears like uh, I just I don't want to talk about him no more. <laughs> well, let's continue on. Let's talk about Erica. What is there to say? I was trying to find something good to say too. <laughs> talk about how loyal of a friend I am. How I hold you down. Let's talk about the listeners because they're important. Yeah. So our colleagues, if you colleagues, will. yeah. I thought you were gonna formally announce it. So I am. So you know, I don't know if y'all know, but last episode I struggled. I went from listeners to viewers, even though today it would be fine because we actually have viewers and we have listeners. But we're a podcast, so nine times out of ten it's gonna be listeners, and I struggled. And so I was like, I want to come up with some name, you know, some title for y'all because I really appreciate y'all giving us feedback, and so y'all are my colleagues and our colleagues and so that's how we will from now on refer to y'all so <laughs> colleagues we appreciate y'all and so matter of fact if you are um if you a proud colleague just type hashtag proud colleague just to see who it is and you know what the first two people i'm gonna cash up y'all some money okay is that part of your budgeting yeah oh, is I that got, in the budget i have some i have some money i can blow okay told you i got two side jobs the first three proud colleagues finna get five dollars Jamel, okay. No, that's colleague. It ain't proud colleague. That's just okay. Sakia. So Jamel um, can't follow directions. Got to spell it right. Hold up now. See that? Uh uh. See, it has to be proud colleague, and it gotta be spelled right. And I'm gonna send it five dollars. Okay. And five dollars will go a long way. And Darwin, thank you so much. We out here trying to do what we doing. Actually, shout out you out early. Matter of fact, when I send y'all, you need to screenshot this and post it on some of our social media or something. So and tag Books to Bills podcast. So we got Lauren, Jamel, and Y'all got Jamel a lot of rules for $5. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> that they didn't have before. Okay, Can sorry you, sorry, nurse that you make all, the, all these big bucks. $5 that is not what I was getting out. Come on now. Because you, you straight up, sh- off the record, Jasmine is straight up shamed. 
my salary as a student affairs professional yesterday. I did not shame your... Okay, first of all, I was trying to say that you deserve more because no. you do a lot of work. No, Jasmine has always said that. She's like, are you serious? Like, she's always in a very respectful way. But always you want to hear when this was... But she's, we've talked, we've had these conversations before, and she's always just like, that don't make no sense. So... Fight for student affairs professionals to have higher salaries. Because I was always in Matter the student fact, affairs all, office. The three proud colleagues are all student affairs. Uh, yeah. yes, they they be struggling. We yes, do. we do. Yes, we yeah, do. y'all deserve way more money than maybe I deserve. It's just one of those days. That tank? Yep. Yep. One of those days. To wonder who's um, I complimented Erica on her singing. I don't know if y'all listened to last week's episode, but Fran had them vocals. This was after. Uh, work work don't stop came on hashtag I sing because when work work don't stop came on somebody said they was grabbing tables and stuff yeah everybody at the office was like oh if they ain't hear nothing else in the podcast they heard that well do we got anything else for can you go to the uh, thing one more time oh sorry oh so we have a few more things on our agenda for today a few announcements and then we have we want to pose a question um, for you all to answer on either here on Facebook and Instagram Live, our social media, um, or our um, email, which is from books to bills podcast at gmail.com. And this question is coming from my brother, our brother, Kristen. And his question is Is it an unwritten rule to not heat up fish products in the office? I, I just get mad thinking about it. I want to know what they're going to say. Y'all tell us. Tell us the is it an unwritten rule to not heat up fish products in the office? So while we went on their responses, I um I stopped my students from that I supervise from eating in the back. So we have one room where a microwave is and you can heat stuff in there because it also has a door. But they would come to the big table area right around a couple folks' office eating everything you can name somebody eating some garlic and herb spices with this and then somebody eating some you know all things with strong smells and so i stopped them from eating that's I was like, the worst when you have the mixing of smells yes. it makes me want i don't i hate smelling other people's food yes it really makes me kind of like want to throw up um when he posed this question i immediately was like yes don't come in here with no tuna milk don't come in here don't <laughs> do come- you reheat a tuna milk or are you talking about Oh, I don't know what you do to tuna melt, but don't come in here with tuna. I don't even know what a tuna melt is. Cause I... Don't come in here with that. Don't come in here. Well, my daddy used to eat sardines, y'all. And I was like, Daddy, you need to go outside with them it's damn sardine. sardines. Does that count as a... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fish. It comes with yeah, game. I mean, well, I'm just but saying. But you're not heated up. My, I think a more broad way to pose this question, <laughs> don't come in here with no fish products, y'all. That's just nasty. Do, okay, real quick. Do you think it's because it has the strong smells and stuff? Like, is it because of the smells that you have? Yes, to... it's so offensive. So, really quickly, I want to bring this back home for you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you remember, oh, you're going to remember. So, we was going to NASPA last year, and we and I we rented a car collectively. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm driving. Exactly what he And it's Kayla, Erica, and Natasha in the car. Natasha's eating, like, some cheddar bay biscuit with flavored chips. Cheddar. <laughs> Erica back here eating some Chipotle Southwester, and then Kayla eating some vinaigrette. I'm like, no, Kayla was <laughs> eating some beef jerky, <laughs> but it, it had a specific flavor or something. And here I am, just driving merrily, drinking my water, 
got to deal with all these smells. And I'm kind of like, we got to let the window down. Every time Kayla open up, they be jerky. You just, yeah. It smell like a bird. Okay, let me. I hate the smell of beef jerky. Like, it makes me nauseous. Yeah. So, we, when I was in college, you know, Cheryl and I went to college down in Beaumont. Shout out to Cheryl. Um, and I love that she listens with Chris. I think that's so cute, y'all. Married couple, they listen together. Love it. But, um, so our parents used to switch off coming to get us from Beaumont because that's a five-hour drive. Okay? I, I thought she was talking about school. She <laughs> mean like, um, grade school. I was going to be like, what? Mm-mm. Well, we, no, they actually did. We actually did. We've been best friends since high school. Well, I thought she was talking about when you said five hours. That's why I looked at you like, wait no, a minute. No, college. You are okay. truly a scholar. <laughs> So, her family, they enjoy beef jerky. Don't let it come from Bucky's. That's their that's their thing to do. So, we ride in a car. I didn't think I had to share that I didn't like the smell of beef jerky. They all pop open the bags of beef jerky. And I'm like trying to roll down the window so that I could breathe. And they was like, what's, what's happening? Worst car ride ever. Ugh, the I smell of imagine. beef jerky is just not... In it's, a closed environment, it's I like just the not regular. good. It's the flavor that gets me. It don't matter what it is. Yeah, I don't like. <sighs> okay, so you know, first of the year when um, things come out, like you want to be on your diet and you try to get everybody in in the workplace on one accord with that. People come came to the office with like boiled eggs. I, I cannot. That's how you feel about beef jerky. Is how I feel about boiled eggs. Like yeah. I think it's so disrespectful to come to the office with <laughs> boiled eggs. Say it's nothing bad about that smell to me. It's just the farts that come afterward. I don't care. Don't be warming up no eggs. Don't be warming up no cabbage. <laughs> Stuff like that, you need to wait till you get home or eat that in a car before you yeah. walk into office. And we, we are being silly. I mean, I ain't going to tell nobody not to heat up no fish at the office, but if, I'm going to notice and be pissed. Like, if well, it was, if it was students, so if it be student, but um, <laughs> when I was an undergrad, I had this sandwich and I love onions. I love red onions or purple onions, whatever they call white, yellow onions. And I had it on a salad or a sandwich, and my supervisor was like, Shotty, what's that on that sandwich? And I was like, he was like, you got to get out of here with them onions. Like, and I guess he was infiltrating his office. He kept coming out with, uh... All right, Lauren. I could just hear Lauren saying <laughs> yes. this, too. Anybody coming in the office with boiled eggs ain't got home training. Yeah. Retweet. <laughs> And yeah, he came in there spraying that stuff. He's like, you got to go. And I had like finished eating the sandwich and didn't think to throw it away immediately. He's like, can you please? Like he walked up there with that trash can. It was a mess. But you got to tell people. Some people don't know. Like, because you just that's, you don't know how. Yeah, that's not an office lunch. That's <laughs> not office <laughs> That's not so office So really material. quickly, what are some office lunch? Real quick. I mean, get you a little sandwich. Sandwich. Okay. A, a little salad. Without onion. Without onion. Or if you get onion, it needs to be white onion. Red onion is very strong. Okay, salad without onions. Yeah, I mean, stuff that you... No fish products, whether they need to be heated or, or just... What about soup or chili? You could do that. That ain't too offensive. I just, I literally hate how other people's food smells. Even if it That's might smell like good issue. independently... That's why I don't have a microwave in my office. But I used to be in the office with the microwave, and I was like, "Oh, it makes me want to throw up smelling all these different." Somebody got a burger. Somebody got a burger and uh things, and then somebody come behind you. Look at you. And look, they look got, it's a mix. Look okay, at, y'all need to read these. Read these from uh Facebook. Sakia says, "Listen, I ate mussels and curry at work, and when the summertime come, I'm gonna get my mama to bring me some crabs to work." You need to eat in your car. Well, she in Philly, and they don't, you know, driving, they don't do none of that. Well, you need to sit outside on a sit night. Here. On she a said night she got the decency to eat in an open space, though. Open space, schmoping space. Same thing. Oh, no. you mean open space as in outside? 
Because, ooh, you wrong. <laughs> I agree, Lauren. It needs to be a sign posted up. These are not office, office lunches. Office appropriate like, lunches. And, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so can I talk about one petty thing before we get yes. off? Because we've been running long. Um, so, in my office, it's two teams that share an office, right? And share the kitchen space. And so, most ladies, nurses, they love their coffee. Every morning, somebody make a... a like a big batch of coffee for everybody to share. Um, drink it throughout the day. Whoever's the last one, they usually turn it off and clean the pot. One day, somebody forgot. It only took one. One day, somebody forgot to turn the pot off, and so the coffee burned. The uh, manager of the other team came in, saw it. She wrote the manager of my team and said, one of, the team, one of your team members left the coffee pot on. First of all, how you know it was our team anyway um this could be a hazard please remind your team to turn the pot off before they leave for the day so my petty director emails us you know forwards an email and then replies mm -hmm. on top she says um you know i've been notified that the coffee pot was left on um please remember at the end of the day to wash it out and turn the machine off Re best regards the director uh, nominated fire marshal. Petty for the whole office to see, but that's not her job. Like she over here trying nominated to fire marshal. <laughs> she try, she over here trying to make sure you know we getting paid and all these big top things. And you worried for out of coffee pot. Don't come in. I got you. But somebody got to do it. But the reality, you shouldn't have been blaming nobody. Exactly, and then nobody's gonna deliberately leave a coffee pot on. Calm so down. don't come. Fire Marshal Bill or Fire Marshal uh Fire Marshal Director Brenda need to sit down. Okay, Lawrence at the atrium. I appreciate the breeze. They could take that smell away. Yes. Oh, I didn't think about that. Well, Jamel brings up like yes. what if somebody has a shellfish shellfish allergy? All it takes is the, the smell. smell. I, I worked in Res Life and a desk assistant was sitting at the desk. And now this is Louisiana, y'all. But she was eating. She, oh. she was she was eating crawfish at the desk and I was just like crawfish is not a lunch material I mean that's not a lunch meal that's not a lunch meal but she was just at the desk like at the front desk of the res hall she was eating and I was just like girl all somebody gotta do is walk through here and they going to an anaphylactic shop oh I thought you was about to say that's what happened that's why I was like no when I saw her and I was getting ready to be like and I, sh now, I always kind of regret not saying anything to her but I was moving and she had just finished and I'm like don't eat don't eat shellfish in the open space like, well shellfish and then you can think about peanut butter peanut. right I don't understand why Southwest still serves peanuts because they're in a package well, should, they shouldn't be they should only have um, uh, pretzels y'all should watch shameless plug watch um Rotten on Netflix they have an episode on peanut allergies it's really good but anyway, hey, Delesla, crawfish hey, is Delisla. not a lunch. No, that is not a no, lunch meal. Sis, you if you go eat. and get your crawfish, but don't bring that back to the office. Delesla. First of all, I just don't understand like how people just freely got crawfish. I think about eating crawfish at events or functions. Oh no, like, I ate crawfish two times last week. But like, like even that. like I'm thinking like that's because you went to the restaurant. Like, but how do you can't come back? To, okay, even if I think I'm going on lunch to eat crawfish, to me that's such a messy meal, and then I smell like crawfish, crawfish for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's why I use gloves and I have a nice apron on. So, who let you? So, if there's an allergy and they are notified, they won't serve them. They announce it on the. Oh, oh okay, Heather. That's smart, Heather. Thank you. Because I was wondering, I was like, why are they still serving these? So, it makes complete sense. Summarize what she said. 
So we were saying that um, I didn't know why they still serve peanuts on, I say Southwest is what I fly the most, but why they still serve peanuts on Southwest. And Heather was just saying basically that they know based off the people who get on the plane and they'll make an announcement um, if they need to to say that they're not serving peanuts. Or I guess they just serve pretzels because Southwest, if y'all can bring back that little pack of like trail mix, they had some little cheese crackers. and Maybe that's the alternative to, uh, you ain't even know it. Yeah, that's what I need. Southwest, bring that back. Well, I'm Team Delta over here. Well, are we ready to kind of wrap it up? We yeah. are. We ready. are. Well, so, as the sound engineer, can I make these next things? I want to see. Yeah, I was going to suggest that you did anyways. I'm very excited. So, um, y'all may or may not know it, but I'm the sound engineer for the team. Yes, he I is. really pride myself on that. And we, let me say, we are working to constantly improve the quality of our sound um, and just other stuff we do. So, we have staff meetings, I mean, meetings outside of our actual podcast recordings to do that. But one of the things I'm really proud about, so we've been on SoundCloud. A lot of y'all have been following us on SoundCloud. And recently, if, you, if you've seen on um, Facebook and Instagram. Fa- on yeah. Facebook and Instagram, you've, you've seen that we added Twitter. So we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you can follow us, talk to us anyway. We've gotten a couple DMs. We will be adding that content. However, what I really want to talk about is, if you saw on Twitter, we are now on iTunes. Yep. So for our folks who really like Apple products, you can um, you can go find us um, in the um, iTunes store. And all, you have, oh, all you have to do is search... From Books to Bills, and we will come up. If you want to go to our social media, all of those, you're going to see links to them because we have posted it. But additionally, you know, you can't just have your iTunes family here and then not do anything for your Android folks. So we are also on Google Play. So we just got uh, added to that yesterday. Um, and then today, it should be live. I actually haven't had a chance to search it, but they told us we would be able to search today. So if you like Google Play, if that's your platform of choice, you're going to be able to find From Books to Bills on there. There's a couple people talking about Spotify, and I hear you. We hear you. That's what we use. That's what we use. It is in the works. Okay, as soon as they, um, as soon as they approve us, we will be there too. So, um, um, can I say something too? So yeah. So and y'all, when we get on these platforms, please go on there and rate us. Yes. Um, rate us, comment. A lot of you text us personally, which I'll be honest, I appreciate it. It is very, it's a very surreal feeling to get texts from your friends and family about this. We all be public with this. Like we really want people to um, listen to our podcast and get to enjoy us. We want to make this as big as we possibly can. So make sure you not only text us but also put it on those platforms and rate us so that we can have a actual rating. Right. On iTunes, our actual rating on um, Google, like that is how we'll be able to go forward and hopefully get some more opportunities. So please, please, please do that on there as well. To summarize our um, social media, Facebook is Books Two Bills, the number two podcast. IG is the same Books Two Bills podcast. Um, our email is from Books to Bills podcast at gmail.com and our Twitter is now Books to Bills. Books okay. to Bills. And I was going to say for iTunes, you have to type Books Space to Space Bills Space. It can't be all mushed up together. So if you have a little trouble with that, just play with the spacing so you can make sure you get it on there. Any other announcements? No. If you're in Atlanta, let us know. If you're going to the Friends Zone Live, let us know. Anything else? And if you're going to be in Augusta tomorrow and you can't go to the Friends Zone Live, let me know because <laughs> I'll be back working. So, um, so oh, yeah. But Do we want to say anything about our episodes? How did, what did you say? 
Right, oh, so absolutely. So it's the last thing. I'll give it to me. So if y'all notice when we market our web, um, our episodes, we well, one we've been saying that we have a biweekly staff meeting, which is true. And I know sometimes you look at it and you're like, um, we went back to back with that meeting. Um, so what happens is sometimes we think we need to have a meeting in between time. And so if you see an episode and it's like meeting one point five. That means that it's in the middle of the week, but we really felt like coming to y'all. We, we had something to talk about, so we wanted to come for you. So we do have, we do meet um, bi-weekly. And so this is, next week is our actual scheduled staff meeting, and we still will have one be releasing on Friday per usual. Um, but then we, from that, we intend to really stick to the every other week, unless something really hits our hearts or sits down in my spirit. Or we get a, 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 um, a volunteer sound engineer. So, if anybody would if, like to edit, yeah. If y'all know students who are in broadcast journalism, what radio, you trying to say? Is this a shot or is this a not no, at all? We're I trying just to like your sure. okay, okay, okay. It takes so let's try to support a team member. Well, let us advocate for Shaq. It takes a lot to edit this material, and today I feel for him because we are going up on one hour and thirty minutes, and so he's going to have to edit all this content. And so we love him, and I hope that y'all really appreciate the sound. I know we do, right? But we would love to get to a point where we can really help support a student that is wanting to get some experience doing this. So if y'all know somebody, a family friend, or somebody you work with that really likes editing, we would really love to talk with them and see if they can hopefully get on board with the From Books to Bills podcast team in the near future. And so, also, we, so we can record weekly. And also, if y'all know any folks, um, professional, um, preferably young black professionals that have some small businesses, let us know because I like to connect with them on social media yeah. and talk about them in our podcast because we have to help each other, right? And so we all we got. We all we got. Well thank y'all so much for listening to us today and watching us today. Um I hope y'all have a great weekend and we are done. Yes. Thank y'all. I love us for real. <laughs>